Game begin. Hi, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Dadgum Nerds, the Family First Fanboys podcast. I'm Andrew, and joining me today are Zach. Well, hello there. Brett. Hey, how you doing? And Victor. How's it going? Woo, yeah, it's been a long time coming, guys. Glad we finally are able to get to do this. Um, so before we, you know, get to the meat of our section, you know, I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about what dadgum nerds is. Why does this thing exist? Um, you know, we're all geeks. We're all nerds. Obviously, we wouldn't have started a podcast without that. But when all the stuff we were reading and listening to, we felt that a lot of times a lot of people had really good handles on geeky and nerdy life, but didn't have a really healthy perspective on life. Is that, is that the best way to describe that? Well, we just don't have time with kids and wives and families to drop 120 hours on game reviews and watching movies and all that hullabaloo. Yeah. And yeah, we can't sink that amount of time into it. We have families. We are husbands. Our wives would probably revolt at some point in time. So dadgum nerds really is about a bunch of guys who are family first fanboys. Uh, we've got a pool of seven dads who all love talking about everything from Star Wars to Harry Potter to Marvel and DC like we're going to do today. Uh, but we're husbands and fathers first and foremost. Uh, you'll hear from three to four of those dads each week and we'll rotate off depending on the topic and uh, re- really who's free. Uh, because let's be honest, when you're a dad, you got to be a bit flexible with your schedule. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. You are on the schedule of your baby. Very true. So uh, let's just do a quick check in. Does anybody have a funny dad life story that they want to share this week? Well, Rowan is eating rocks. That is his favorite cuisine. Forget goldfish, forget Gerber baby. It is rocks. It is all about the rock candy, baby. It's good for the digestion. Well, I mean, I don't know how I feel about my 15 month old getting stoned. <laughs> First pun of the podcast is you just gotta soak it in. I mark mark that one down. I know I'm actually gonna keep track of this while we're here. Um <laughs> As uh, Bear Grylls used to say, get lots of vitamins and minerals with uh, each rock that he ingests. Well, the good news is they're baby teeth at this point. So if he chips them, uh, we'll just wait for the adult teeth to come in. And hopefully by that time, he will have gotten off of his diet of rocks. But in the meantime, he is straight on Legend of Zelda Goron at the moment. Man. Grow, grow up to be strong like bull. Well, I mean, I don't know if my kid's going to have hard enough teeth for that, but it seems like it because he had four teeth coming in at the same time teething uh, on the top. That was that was a miserable, uh, not I won't say miserable. I mean, he's still adorable as all get out. But when you just simply try to put him down for a nap when he usually goes down easy, but then he doesn't whole different ballgame. So Brett has gotten no sleep. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) Teething terror. Sounds like a bad DC villain. <laughs> or a bad D-rated movie. And speaking of DC, uh, let's actually jump straight into our discussion for today. Uh, we're going to be in the superhero realm, as you guys probably have expected based off the episode title. But the question we're going to tackle today is what Marvel or DC hero or villain 
would you like to see in a solo movie? Um, and I'm, I'm also going to kind of amend this too on like, what one would you want to see that would be either the protagonist or antagonist of a film? I'll, I'll take that as a, as something that's good too. Uh, Zach, you want to start us off? I mean, to me, this was the best part of Black Panther, and that was Claw. Oh, gosh. Specifically, Andy Serkis as Claw. The fact that he was killed off in the exact same movie that he was introduced is Darth Maul levels of travesty. We only made it to that point in the film. When he died, myself and my wife both stopped watching. I have not finished it yet. As you should. Oh, seriously? Yes. Yeah. Well, you really shouldn't because the rest of that movie is just poorly done CG battles, which given the timeline and what happened with them, I understand. But Claw was just a shining part of that entire movie. And not only because Andy Serkis and any role that he does brings the physical performance. But how about an origin story, a true origin story about losing his arm? Well, I mean, they kind of did that in Avengers Age of Ultron. Remember that he gets his arm cut off in that one. Mm-hmm. Ultron takes it off. He does. Yes. Yeah. Didn't it? Wasn't it already off? No, 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 no. no. Remember uh, Ultron came up and smashed him in the middle of his control room and basically said, we need to chat. And he was like, show me where this show me uh, where vibranium is. is. And he accidentally cuts off his arm and Ultron in a weird move that I didn't agree with was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I cut off your arm. I'm like, Ultron's about to take out the world. Why would he care about taking someone's arm off? Anyways, yeah. that was that broke character for me, but I digress. No, but there's a lot of stuff that uh, you could dive into Claw pertaining to his backstory. If I remember correctly from, you know, the, his backstory in the comics and other materials, he's the only person to have attempted to steal from Wakanda and make it out alive. Um, so like heist. That, yeah, a heist film. With Claw, oh my gosh. I mean, it's almost like an Ocean's Eleven meets Indiana Jones meets Marvel. Like, I mean, all Ooh. of that sounds great. Oh, I'd be down for that. I would be totally down for that. Yeah, Andy Serkis uh, was one of the greatest parts about Black Panther. Uh, Brad, how about you? So for me, I know they've already dabbled in this with the TV series, but Black Bolt. I mean, look. Oh. It, th- this guy's the king of the Inhumans. What a better, is there a better way to introduce the Inhumans than an origin story of the king of all of them anyway, Black Bolt? And he was supposed to have been, in my opinion, a great lead up to Thanos's power for Infinity War to really show how amazing Thanos was. Uh, because in the comics, Thanos faces Black Bolt head on and actually takes Black Bolt and uh, kills him, if I remember correctly. So uh, anyways, that that to me, I'm all for it. I get it. He really can't say anything. (laughs) He has to be silent all the time. But that is his mantle. You could even go into a whole marriage relationship uh, and and how you would have to deal with that as someone who is a mute until he has to battle someone. Did you watch the uh, Inhumans TV show that they made for ABC? I think it's on Disney Plus now. No, no, I didn't. Because I, I, I heard have, it was I just heard it wasn't good. And so I thought, yeah. why well, waste my time? I got other stuff to do, like being yeah, a dad. We got, yeah, we got kids. And um, uh, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to even touch it. It's one of those 
subject matters, the Inhumans, where I'm not entirely sure how someone be, would be able to pull off the Inhumans and the nature of that material in a a visual way that makes sense. Well, you'd have to get someone who handles someone like a, a Thor movie to really not only give you an origin story of a character, but an origin story of a world. Um, that That's really, I think, the only way you could pull it off successfully. You know, I would have said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. I remember when uh, they pitched that concept and... It was like, what? What are you guys smoking? What Guardians <laughs> so of the Galaxy? So true. I thought the same thing about Thor. Wait, we're a raccoon, a talking raccoon. We're gonna get, and you know, it's become one of the most successful film franchises of all time. Um, so Victor, how about you? What what Marvel or DC hero would you want to see? So I would love to see, and it doesn't necessarily he doesn't necessarily have to be the protagonist of the film, but um, I think the ventriloquist from uh, DC Universe. He's one of Batman's villains. Uh huh. Also known as Scarface. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the puppet with the Tommy gun. Right, right, and the reason being is the character has a lot of depth, like both literally and metaphorically, because the guy <laughs> the guy that's controlling the puppet is like this timid. You know, I don't I don't want anything to do with violence. And then the puppet is all about violence. So it's almost like a schizophrenia deal. Yeah, it's a total almost, schizophrenia. It's yeah. total schizophrenia. I just think it would be an excellent villain. And I would love to see an origin story, whether it's in a Batman film or it's in a whatever, just a standalone DC film of him. I think I think it's fascinating. And there's a lot of facets and avenues that they can go down and make it very interesting. Yeah, you'd have to lean into. Oh, I forgot the name of the guy um, who's the actual ventriloquist. But yeah, he's this like shrimp. I think it's dude. Arthur Penn. Is that what it was in the Gotham show? Okay. Um, yeah, that like puppet basically drags him around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just like this passive, timid guy who's like doesn't want anything to do with what the puppet's doing. So I think I, it'd be I great. remember him from the old Batman TV show, uh, the old '90s Batman. Uh, I remember seeing him in there, and I can't. I, boy, I can't remember the ventriloquist actual name off the top of my head that would be a blast huh. i would thoroughly enjoy that yeah well and um and, and my yeah. and my second pick to play off of that i think a great person to throw in there with the origin story that could go hand in hand with the ventriloquist and would be my second pick is nightwing to have a full-fledged Ooh. movie because now that batman especially christian bale's batman is done gone um and let's not even go into the Ben Affleck's. Well, oh, I was going to say, I love how that was just your last reference point. Yeah, just that's completely it, right disregard there. Batfleck. <laughs> Forget it. No, in my opinion, Christian Bale was the best Batman that we've had thus far. So uh, I think that if you brought in Nightwing, which they alluded to at the end of the third movie, as someone who's trying to follow in the footsteps of Batman, but try to still make a name for himself, at the same time, he's dealing with a complete schizophrenic. I think that'd be a great movie. Yeah, I, I don't think if someone were to move the ventriloquist and Scarface out of Gotham City and move it to Bloodhaven, where Nighthaven, not Nighthaven, Nighthaven. <laughs> can't talk, sorry, <laughs> where uh, Nightwing uh, is the one that's having to deal with him. I, I really don't see any objections to that. Yeah, I just think it's a um, it, it's more of Batman without being Batman. Because mm-hmm. they did such a great job wrapping up the Christian Bale Batman series that it almost left the audiences wanting more. Um, and so I, I think that 
Nightwing would be a good outlet there, especially if he's trying to not go as dark as Batman may have gone at the very end. So, like, how far does Nightwing go? Where are his parameters? He has to make a name for himself instead of following in the shadow of Batman. So, be interesting. I know Titans is touching that to an extent. A little bit, but they're not diving as deep as they could. So, why not make it a full movie? And again, it's one of those shows that I'd probably watch if, one, I had the time, and two, I actually... That's, like, the only thing on the DC universe that I particularly care about paying for. Like, there's really not a whole lot else that's on that subscription that I, I'm like, I wouldn't pay, what, seven bucks a month for it, whereas I, that's what I'm paying right now for all of the Disney library. Wait, there's um, a DC subscription? Yeah, DC subscription service. And, you know, they've got a lot of the old movies, like the old Superman films um, and the old Batman TV show, the animated show, uh, and the the original content they're creating, the one that's kind of leading the charge right now is the Titans TV show uh, following the Teen Titans. And I've heard it's good so far. Huh. Uh, you know, uh, they started off with Robin uh, leading the charge, who is now switched to Nightwing. Um, you know, you got Starfire, Raven, uh, Beast Boy, um, all those guys in there. But I've heard it's extremely violent, uh, which have at it, guys. I... I I don't know. One day I'll probably see a few episodes of it, but for right now, I've just, I got a baby to take care of guys. <laughs> um, if I was to pick somebody off the top of my head right now, uh, I'd actually say Mr. Freeze from the Batman, uh, the Batman universe. You know, Does he have to be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger? He has no. to be. No, oh, okay. we're cute that, the dinosaurs, the that, Ice Age. You know, I knew once I said something about this, this is all we were going to talk about was, you know, Batman Forever <laughs> and Joel Schumacher's abomination of a film. Um, <laughs> Zach, you just leave your puns to yourself, OK? I don't have to. He did all of them for me. That's you know, hmm. um, but I, going back to like the original story of Mr. Freeze, which, you know, prior to that, the Batman animated show, there really wasn't a whole lot of depth to him. He's just kind of some guy in a cold suit, you know, making bad ice jokes. And, uh, but once the animated show came around and it, they gave him the motivation of, he's a cryogenic scientist who has basically his wife on ice to save her from a terminal disease. And so everything that he does is in the name of trying to get the funds and the research and the materials and everything to resurrect or resurrect or, uh, cure his wife from this disease gives him this real tragic aspect to him that I would, I think would translate extremely well to a live action version. So you're saying kind of have a little bit of a Sam Raimi doc Ock story. Is that yeah, what you're well, it's a, well, it's a little bit, probably even a little bit more tragic than that. Um, you know, it's bringing that aspect where it's like, no, I'm, I'm doing the right thing or excuse me. I'm doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. I know I'm trying to cure my wife. I'm doing this for the right reasons, but I'm doing the wrong thing by robbing banks and setting up elaborate heists and working with all these other bad names. Uh, and then, you know, it, he's just a, it's a really unique motivation for a villain. I'd love to see that in some sort of solo movie or uh, him be the antagonist in a, a Batman film. Unique. He's a villain who something bad happened to his wife. (laughs) 
Sandman, <laughs> Doc Ock. I mean, I, I feel like it's like your parents dying in a Disney movie. I, I don't know like, if I would say something bad happening to my wife is a unique <laughs> villain well, storyline. If I'm not mistaken, it's that she's still alive, though, and that he's got her on ice to save her. She's I'm still about to die. Yeah, so he's doing the wrong things for the right reason. I would totally see that. I think that's more. I think that's unique enough, and it's super tragic. I mean, I think he should just pull a frozen and let it go. <laughs> there, marking it down. <laughs> there we go. We're we're up to two, ladies and gentlemen. Zach, the king of puns. Thank you. Mm. Okay, so how have we not talked about Condiment King, who I think everyone (laughs) first heard about in the amazing Lego Batman movie, which could have its own show alone, but Condiment King, which actually exists. Wow. I I have no words. I mean, of course, it'd be a parody, but... I mean, it could be the, the the princess bride of the superhero universe. Well, Marvel has Ant-Man, which they somehow accomplished taking a no-name, probably no one would be interested in who this is, hero, and made it interesting. So why not take something off the wall like that? So DC it, it, needs to be able to flesh out their he- leading characters first before they try and and dig into characters that are off the wall. Because they right now they're having a hard time making a good movie in general, let alone off the wall characters. But maybe that's why they need to have their equivalent of a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, just to reboot interest in their ability to make a movie. But led by Condiment Man? You know, I'm sure when everyone was like, listen, we're going to have a talking furball, a giant ex-wrestler. I mean... That's not is that any more crazy? Well, let's say this. The reason why people were so interested in Guardians of the Galaxy is because they had faith that the Marvel directors would do a good job because of the other movies that they'd done so well. This one, if DC just goes ahead and does something like a condiment king, I'll be like, hey, sorry, guys, like you have not earned my trust yet to get this far of an idea. But also, what do they have to lose? To Brett's point, I would never have seen the um, any of the other Marvel films had it not been for them building up a good um, rapport. They Got had it. to build that. They started with, you know, Captain America. They started with Iron Man. Iron Man's a great film. Then you build on that. Right now, DC's on a on a kind of a bad track record. They yeah. have like yeah some pretty poor poor films. Where I'm not going to go out and see a DC film unless it's recommended to me by a friend or a family member. You say, oh, that's great. You got to go see this. Well, and consequently, uh, I, you know, I was going down names on my list who I'd love to see these movies. And I, I was thinking, wow, a lot of these are DC characters because Marvel, they, they've hit most of mine mm-hmm. that I'd love to see over time. And then ones that I never thought I'd want to see Thor on the big screen. Yeah, I remember when Thor was coming out and that was a big gamble for Marvel. Yeah, I remember thinking, how in the world are they going to pull this off? Yeah. 
No and kidding. they did it. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh did a great job getting that up and running. Casted mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston as Loki, which is one of the most inspired casting choices that Marvel has made to mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, the only ones left that Marvel hasn't yet done that I'd love to see in the MCU, and they are doing, will be the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. I mean, which could be a whole episode unto itself. But those are really the only two things that I, I have this like Marvel sized hole in my heart for. Yeah, I mean, right now, DC is trying to build this amazing mansion of a house and they forgot to put in a solid foundation. Amen. And right, Amen. And, and right now the foundation's crumbling and it's a shame because there is a ton of great IP out there for mm. DC and they're wasting it. In fact, well, they're not only wasting it, they're twisting it from the original intent of the characters, i.e. Superman. But uh, again, that's an entirely different episode as well. We, we can talk about the manipulation of characters later and that is why i think condiment king you need (laughs) as a recalibration because the problem with so many of the dc heroes and movies we have is they took themselves too seriously whereas if you just embrace the goofy and reestablish what you can do with the dc film i mean that's why I enjoyed Batman, the Lego Batman so much is it basically poked fun at itself the entire time. It was self-aware. And that is something I've yet to see in a DC movie. I mean, and Condiment yeah, King is simply, the hero. No, they simply just have to make a good Listen, movie. Listen, if and they foremost. are going to catch up, oh, then they gosh. have to make this movie. Oh, three. Stop. Three. No, but let, listen. We have been peppered. Oh. With so many bad movies, we have Four. been assaulted by Five. so many tragic storylines. Now, listen. You, you, okay, 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 Pun King. So you got the Condiment King, got the Pun King. His name's Zach. So I, already it seems like so many of these movies have been almost a joke. I mean, you can call a, a solid parody a parody if you want to, and that's great. But right now, even their serious movies are almost a joke. I mean, look at. Uh, I don't look know at what happened. Did you see? The... Did you see Joker? Well, not the. Jo- that's a whole different ball game. So the, that's actually not the DC. I know ex- it's not the, 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 the DC universe, right? Yeah, that that that's almost like a auxiliary. But what I'm saying is that they they don't have Superman down pat. They don't even understand him. Batman, they just think he's some weird, gravelly voiced guy who has a lot of money and hides in a dark cave works out all and the time. totally kills people by the way oh yeah which is the great we don't know that they never went back that. to prove that any of them were dead <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they got really badly hurt but maybe not dead oh you know he's fine just put the pieces back together and you know you'll you'll, you'll walk it off and glue you know <laughs> put some windex on it <laughs> So uh, to Condiment Man, are, is Zack Snyder going to be directing this? Or is this uh, is this something that James Gunn needs to come in and direct? A, or a James Gunn-style director? Because I don't think it's going to... I'm trying to think of a good condiment pun, but I can't think of one. It's not going to fly with Zack Snyder. I would love to see a Condiment King by Wes Anderson. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no, you keep your... No, like all no. of the condiments would be equally spaced on the screen. It's like, what if Condiment King was really OCD and 
you know, Batman just keeps messing everything up and that's his motivation is people just mixing sauces together and that drives him insane. This doesn't sound like a fleshed out movie. This sounds like an episode on a television show that everyone says, oh, have you seen that episode? It was really weird. They should have never made it. <laughs> it's like the X-Files episode where they play, they go into the video game world. And it's you like, know, Victor, you have a talking puppet that's insane. And I didn't, I didn't bash on your choice. Because my choice was good. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe pull some strings and make it a reality. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're up to six at this point. Uh, well, as much as I feel like we could talk about this for a good bit, Zach, let's uh, transition here into our game for today. Uh, right. Today's Now, today's Google Feud game is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Uh, find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to the Dadgum Nerds website and go to the sponsor tab up top and it'll take you there as well. All right. So, Zach, so what, are, what are the rules for this? The Google feud. So I will read the first half of a popular Google search. And then the game is y'all have to try to guess one of the top five results of that search. And per our earlier discussion today, it's superhero themed. So to start it off, I figured we would go with superhero movies are. Superhero, superhero movies are. Are. Fill in the blank. What it has to be in the top five top results. So superhero movies are shout awesome. out. No, Expensive. awesome is not one of them. Expensive is not one of them. Not that exciting. What? No, you're getting closer, but no. Ooh. Uh, shallow. No, not shallow. Too many. Uh, too. <laughs> okay, uh, we're getting closer there. Not too many, but Super kind of the sentiment. Kind of that sentiment. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the best phrasing for overdone. There we go. Okay. Ah. So I'll, I'll give you that one. That's the second result. So, uh, it is superhero movies are getting old. Oh, wow. But that's only the second result. I think y'all can get the first one. All right. Imagine if you asked like your four-year-old nephew, a a pessimistic four-year-old nephew. All right. Superhero (laughs) movies are lame. Nope. Not lame, but same ballpark. Stupid, stupid, stupid. That is the number one search result is superhero movies are stupid. What? I bet you. How is that even a search? (laughs) I'm like, that's not a, you're not asking a question. You're making a statement. What are you looking up online? Superhero movies are stupid. I want to find something. These are the people who have boyfriends who love superhero movies, but they instead would love to watch Sleepless in Seattle and Pride and Prejudice. Ah, So so they're looking for ammo to argue. There you go. However, my favorite is the fourth and fifth result. So the fourth is superhero movies are the new Westerns. Interesting. Mm. Which I could, I could see that, you know, in movie history, they were kind of considered the kitsch, like, all right, everyone's just making Westerns these days. Um, But my, but the absolute best one is the fifth one. Superhero movies are ruining China. What? What? Well, okay. That's the first time I've heard that one. Ruining China. Okay. Well, the points really, really aren't worth anything, but Victor, you get one dad point. Yes. All right. So this next one, Superman would fill in the blank. Beat Batman. Ah, that is the second result. Boom. Boom. 
However, it is not the first result. You're going to have to think of cross platforms right now. Superman Super would beat Doomsday. Nope. Superman Even would beat Marvel. <laughs> no. Just all of Marvel. <laughs> uh, would beat Thor. Thanos. Oh, Thanos was the third result. Oh. Uh, and in fact, it was Superman would destroy Thanos. So not just beat, hmm. destroy. All right. Uh, maybe I would help you by saying uh, this one was searched over 9,000 times. Would beat Goku. The number one search result was Superman would beat Goku. Okay. Um, I also found out that in this one, uh, people really pulled out their thesaurus because a variation of beat Batman was in the top five results. So there was number two, beat Batman. Number four, destroy Batman. Number five, kill Batman. <laughs> wow. So Batman grind, got quite the beating in this one. Grind him to a batty pulp. <laughs> yes. All right. So here, here's another one where you probably need to think along the same lines as a pessimistic four-year-old. Okay. Uh, the DCEU is... Stupid. Not stupid this time. Okay. Cool. Nope. Not Definitely not cool. Weird. Nope, not weird. Lame? Not lame. Insane. Nope. Boring. Nope, it is one word, is the top result. Fun. Not fun. <laughs> not you fun. You shut your mouth, Victor. <laughs> all right. Think, uh, actually, think about all the adjectives I just used for uh, Superman versus Batman. Is life? Is what? dead? <laughs> There we go. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, the okay. DCEU is dead is the top result. And in fact, that was by far the top result. Wow. <laughs> but what I'm is not funny. Sure pe- I'm not sure pessimistic four-year-old is the best way of describing I was dead, not pessimistic. <laughs> no, I that's just a realistic four-year-old. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. Well, funnily enough, the internet kind of has uh, schizophrenia when it comes to their searches. Because the number one is dead. Second is a mess. Third is getting better. So the optimists finally come out. The fourth is trash. So they've now veered back into the other ditch. And then the fifth one is completely opposite. The DCEU is better than the MCU. Wrong. I will take them to school. Now, I love love the DC. I love the DC universe, but to say that the the movie universe is better than Marvel at this point is false. A bit detached. At this point, maybe in the past, if you like dig, sure, there's some really good DC films. But the Mm -hmm. DCEU is dead was the top result by almost a million results. So it wasn't even close. So a lot of people think it is dead. Uh, So anyway, that is the game. You all scored one point. So yes. everyone we have a tiebreaker round. A tiebreaker oh, round. Have a lightning round. Okay, I did. No, look I was up just going to hand everybody a participation ribbon. No, 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 no. Everyone, there give you your go. participation ribbons to Victor so he can get a better microphone. Please, let's do yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> can I cash these in for money? <laughs> uh, if we have a tiebreaker round, uh, this one will be really quick. Um, what result is when you type in "because I'm"? Which result is Batman? Top five. Number not one. Not Batman. Because nope, it, it is not number one. Now I'm going to say number four. Boom. Number four result of typing in because I'm 
Batman is number four. Booyah! Oh, wow. Followed by Happy, Worth It. <laughs> okay. Because, okay. And Me. Because I'm Me. <laughs> Because Wait, I'm because me. I'm me is the top result or the bottom? That's the third. Who's, who's it's because I'm happy. Google. Because I'm worth it. <laughs> because I'm me. And then because I'm Batman is number four. Love it. So <laughs> Brett wins the game. What does he get for this? So he gets five extra minutes of me time because Ooh. he's worth it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of glad I lost. <laughs> I've, hey, five minutes of a load time at this point. I'd, I'd be happy to have that. Only I mean, redeemable I'm, on the yeah. toilet, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, let's wrap this thing up here. Uh, Zach, what did you learn today? Uh, I learned that nobody has any confidence in the most amazing Condiment King movie that should be made coming 2024. Uh, nope. You you are going to be all by yourself sitting in the theater on that one. <laughs> you all see. You'll all see. <laughs> Brett, how about you? I learned that Condiment King was a thing. So I actually haven't even. Uh, <laughs> see, he's already going viral. <laughs> I got a following of two. Yeah, I, I haven't even heard of Condiment King until now. So thank you, Zach. Well, just like we a condiment, give- the word is spread. Oh, type it down. Mayonnaise, a lot of puns. Uh, Uh, Brett, you uh, need to go watch the Lego Batman film because it really is worth your time. It's it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty fantastic. Okay. Good recommendation. How about you? I learned that um, people's Google searches are not always what they should be. Uh, Yeah. It took your Especially episode today results. to figure that out. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 I'm it's talking just, about top results. Gotcha. <laughs> I I learned that searching because I'm me <laughs> is an actual Google search result. Like, what are you trying to find? Is, is that uh, a song? Listen, millions of families suffer from identity theft, so some people just need to know. Yeah. <laughs> It's I, almost like someone just kept getting stolen, like like their identity kept getting stolen, and they're like, "Look, because I'm me, okay." I don't know. We'll see. I the internet continues to astound me. The ventriloquist well, could use a, a good search in "because I'm me." Yeah, he, could. he doesn't really know who he is. Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you think you want to stick around with us for a bit, then we invite you to rate us on whatever platform you're listening on and subscribe. It helps other nerds find the podcast. Uh, Also, be sure to check out our Instagram page, Dadgum Nerds, to get updates on the podcast and see exclusive content. Uh, You can follow the dads individually on social media. Uh, Where can someone find you, Zach? Here. Right, right there. Yep. Cool. Is there somewhere else like on social media? Oh, on social media. Oh, you should be more specific. That wasn't my top search result. Oh, Um, the second search result is platy puns. That's platy P L A I D Y P U N S for all things punny and all things Scottish. I'm sad that I follow him. (laughs) It it kills him. Oh, oh, come. (laughs) <laughs> uh brett where can someone find you yeah uh, i'm on instagram it's brett underscore mcp and that's and brett Victor, with two how t's. about you oh sorry brett with two sorry, t's brett. underscore mcp 
you guys can find out what I've been up to by uh, looking at my YouTube channel, Victor J. Grummer. Shameless plug. Oh, okay. This, <laughs> this part of the show brought to you by Victor's uh, <laughs> Victor's <laughs> YouTube channel. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at Andrew underscore GFX. If you want to leave a comment about the podcast or submit a question for us to talk about in a future episode, be sure to go to dadgumnerds.com and hit the contact button up top so you can message us there. And we actually have a merch store set up too. Super merch. excited about oh, this. Yeah, Designs are stuff. super cool. Uh, if you go to our website, dadgumnerds.com and hit the store tab up top, it will take you straight to our merch store where you can buy all kinds of stuff like t-shirts hats and stickers and more you know uh dad swag in general because listen sure you that. really should because because you're worth it <laughs> and because you're you apparently <laughs> no because i'm me <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to support the show too if you want to keep these puns coming uh, and that's all the time that we have again thanks for listening to the family first fanboys podcast dadgum nerds we'll see you again next week bye Game over.